Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. I am your host, Diana Tucker. We're going to have an awesome and blessed podcast today. But before we get started, I would like to thank God for his grace, his guidance, and mercy. And I believe that he is the one true living God. And I want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in and spending time to listen to the podcast. Thank you so much. I pray and I hope that this podcast will be a blessing to you like it's a blessing to me. In this podcast, we will discuss the difficulties that some believers may face while serving God. And we will learn about how to strengthen our prayer life as we travel through our ordained journey. So let's get ready to receive the message that God has in store for us today. And again, welcome to the Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. Greetings, everyone. Today's scripture reading is coming from Luke chapter 6, verse 36. Luke chapter 6, verse 36. And I will be reading from the New King James Version. It says, But love your enemies, do good, and lend, hoping for nothing in return. And your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High. For he is kind to the unthankful and evil. So I'm going to read this scripture again. So this verse is coming from Luke chapter 6 verse 36 and again i'm reading from the new king james version and the reason why i'm reading this again because i know there's a lot of us out there save and unsaved kind of can relate on loving your enemies and some of us is still having problems with that but love your enemies do good And lend hoping for nothing in return. And your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High. For he is kind to the unthankful and evil. So with this verse that God has placed in my heart, I read it and reread it, different translations. But I guess the last part of this verse is for he is kind to the unthankful and evil. That's what God wants us to to be just like him. Kind to those that does not appreciate what we try to do for them. And people are just downright not nice. So in this scripture, Jesus is telling us to love our enemies unselfishly uh, we got to seek the best for them do good to them treat them well lend them you know whatever they may need without expecting anything in return and when I read this scripture the first thing that came to mind is okay what happened for Christ to say this to the disciples or for those that was listening And when I think about the condition of the world now, 
yak a CY. So Jesus went into great detail in this verse to tell us how to love our enemies, how to love people. And sometimes we see our enemies as a nemesis, the antagonist in our life. And the first thing that came across my mind is, why do I treat them so well? Why do I got to help the people that wish bad on me? People that when I did need help, they didn't want to help me. Um, why? Why do I have to help the people that are not kind to me? Why? That, I mean, every time I think about that verse, I'm like, wow. Am I really, and I'm like evaluating myself, am I really treating people nice that treated me bad? Am I really treating them nice? So I'm like, why God? Why do I have to treat people nice? Why do I have to go out of my way to make sure they're taken care of? Why? And then I heard this quiet voice, because you know that sometimes when you get caught up in your prayer, you, you know, you're talking to God, driving to work, because I talk to God a lot when I'm driving to work, because I feel like that's the most peaceful time that I have, because I could not only just concentrate with driving, I could like really concentrate and talk to God. So the thing that goes across my mind is like, why God, why? And then, like I said, I hear this quiet voice of God saying, why not? And God had to help me to remember that I was once his enemy when I was in the world. I was his enemy. So according to 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 and 16, and I will be reading the New Living Translation, it says, Do not love this world nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, of craving for everything we see, and a pride in achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. So, Again, I'm going to reread the New Living Translation because I think sometimes we kind of get our uh, priorities mixed up and what we considered important. So I'm going to reread the scripture because I want you to really pay attention to what John said of what the world offers. He says, again, do not love this world nor the thing it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. This behavior, this conduct is not of God. So we already know who had pride. And, you know, in the King James Version, the pride of life, we know that's that's all of Satan. So all these are characteristics of the enemy. This is not characteristics of God. 
In 1 John chapter 3, verse 8, and I will be reading the New Living Translation, it says, but when people kept sinning, so we got to remember, like I just said, we was an enemy of God before we got saved. We were sinning. But when people kept on sinning, it shows that they belong to the devil who has been sinning since the beginning. But the Son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. So, so we're not supposed to love what's going on in this world. And that's when 1 John chapter 2, verse 15. And now 1 John chapter 3, verse 8 says, But when the people kept on sinning, it shows that they belong to the devil. So if you're caught up in sin, and you're not living the life that God has designed for you, predestined for you to do, the ministry that he has in your heart to do, then it says right here, uh, when people keep on sinning, it shows that they belong to the devil. And again, the devil been sinning since the beginning. So, as these verses was coming back to my remembrance, I was, I was like, yeah, God, I get it. But, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian. I know I got saved. I, I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior. But these people really hurt me. I mean, you know, people tell me what I can and can't do for God or people telling me I'm not good enough. People, you know, talking about me behind my back. Uh, people even boldly lying to me in my face. And or, you know, people, you know, that try to get me caught up in their drama and has nothing to do with me. I mean, God, I'm really confused because why do I have to show these type of people love? Why do I got to show compassion towards these people that purposely and deliberately hurt me? Why do I got to show love? So God reminded me of this verse first john chapter 4 verse 8 the new living translation it says but anyone who does not love does not know god for god is love first john chapter 4 verse 8 and i will be reading the new living translation again but anyone who does not love does not know god for god is love so God will bring a lot of things back into your remembrance of all the things he done for you, especially when you was living in sin. He reminds you of all the prayers that covered you. And he will remind you that his son died for you. That he removed the sins out of my life and forgave me. So God was basically telling me, how come I can't forgive fully? God's telling me I need to stop picking and choosing of, of who to forgive and who not to forgive. If I say that I'm a true child of God, I should be across the board. I shouldn't be showing no favoritism. I shouldn't be focusing on the people that's only in the church. You know, again, Satan does have his people going to church too. I need to focus on everybody. God's going to give me discernment. 
God's going to give you discernment. The Holy Spirit will lead you and me to the individuals that truly need our help. God will send us to people that really need our our help. And not just our help, but the word. For us to share the word of God, the gospel to them. The good news. And God is going to, to bless us just for doing good. Just for being obedient. Because we're treating his creations. The people that he made with kindness. In 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, and I'm reading the New Living Translation, it says, Don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. Pay them back with a blessing. God bless you. And mean it. Help them. Pray for them. Right there and in Heavenly Father, God, be with us right now. Get rid of all the confusion. Get rid of all the discord that, that's going on between me and this individual. God, I'm asking you right now to, to give us peace, Heavenly Father. Be with them right now, Heavenly Father, God. Not only in their life, but in my life. Give me the strength to endure. And God, release them from the bondage that Satan has on them. And also how Satan's trying to control me and my thoughts and my actions and reactions. That's what we need to be doing. If we say we're children of God, there are so many Christians in the church. And and I can say that because I go to church. There are so many Christians in the church that are hypocrites. And I'm going to keep it real. They're hypocrites. How can we say that we love one another inside the church and some of us actually don't. When someone is acting inappropriate or if the leadership needs improvement, no one would never step up and to help that brother and sister to correct themselves. We will let it slide. We would. But in our own personal life, if somebody talked to us sideways or we got a problem with, we will let them know. Because how dare they? I'm kind of confused because I'm thinking if I'm inside the church and that person's up there telling me about the word of God and I see that this church dynamic is a hot mess, why would I want to keep going back to that church? If I'm not going to tolerate people talking crazy to me in my personal life, well, I'm going to tolerate foolishness in the church that's what how some christians act and again like i said i'm keeping it real but the god that i serve we're supposed to correct people with loving kindness we're supposed to direct people to the word of god and show them not only them of how they can improve i can improve with that person to become better I'm nobody's judge and I'm not the jury. But if we say, if we're proclaiming and we're telling people on Facebook, social media that we're a Christian and, and we believe in God, but then on our personal page, we cussing and we acting like a hot mess, nobody is going to believe you that you're a child of God. Especially if you do not forgive and love one another. 
God sees everything. In Proverbs chapter 15, verse 3 in the New Living Translation, it says, The Lord is watching everywhere, keeping his eyes on both the evil and the good. God is watching everyone for their conduct and behavior, their treatment of others. God is paying so close attention to that. And I think that if we as Christians, we as believers, we as as new um, members of God's family, born-again Christians, new Christians, if we really focus on that God is watching us, like really think about that, I think our behavior and conduct will be so much better the way we treat one another. Listen, everyone, and, and again, like I said, I'm going to keep it real. I'm just so tired of going to church and seeing the hypocrisy over and over and over again. I'm praying that the Lord would allow people that he is rising up to keep giving them that boldness to speak the truth and to really share the word of God the way that God wants it to be shared. Not to make a profit, but to go out and help one another. There are ministries out there that won't even support another ministry. They won't. Because the first thing that come across their mind is, am I going to benefit? Are they going to help me? But we just read, we just read in the scripture right here, hoping for nothing in return. And this is from Luke chapter 6, verse 36. We should not expect nothing in return if we are a true believer of God's word. Christ wants us to spend eternity with him. For those that are trying to live according to God's word, you're trying, and God knows you're trying. Keep praying. Keep it up. Stay encouraged. Just like I'm telling myself, stay encouraged. Stay in the word. You may not see your reward now. You may not physically see your reward in the natural. But trust and believe. You have all eternity with the Lord to enjoy the reward he's going to bless you with. So going back to that verse, love your enemies, do good, lend, hoping nothing in return. Your your reward will be great. And you will be the sons and daughters of the Most High. Because you got to remember that God is always kind to the unthankful and the evil because he loves us that much. Stay encouraged. Don't lose hope. And don't allow anybody to tell you that you're not worthy to serve the Lord. God forgave you and he loves you. As always, I encourage you to reread the scriptures for yourself so that you can get an understanding of what God is trying to tell you. Take care. Hello, and thank you for listening to the Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. I pray that you was blessed with the message. And if you have enjoyed the message and you would like updates of new episodes, please subscribe and share with others. You can also leave a message on the link that is posted on the podcast page. 
And you can follow us on our website, www.vbministry.com, www.vbministry.com. You can get updates of our weekly Bible studies, request prayer, and again, if you'd like to contact us. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the podcast. May God bless you in every aspect of your life. Take care.